Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 6, Episode <laughs> I can't remember what episode I'm on. Four, three, season six, episode three. Oh boy. Um, we had a three day weekend and my whole entire routine is thrown off. So I am working through this whole like, I woke up this morning. I'm like, that's okay. It's Saturday. No, today is Tuesday and I'm recording on a Tuesday instead of a Monday and everything feels weird. So just bear with me right now. Um, yeah, I have no idea what episode this is. It's got to be three, right? Because I'm on part three. Either way, you're here listening to this episode where I'm going to read you part three of T-Rex Mom. And I am so excited. And um, somehow these little parts or chapters or little sections keep getting longer and longer. And I am finding that I'm like constantly thinking about this story as I'm you know, washing the dishes or putting laundry away or driving around town. And it's becoming really exciting to sort of continue to develop the storyline and just see where it goes. And um, just thank you for listening to it and being excited about it and engaged with it. I really, I think it's really cool. Um, And also the illustrations. I am just loving creating these and I have a whole list of characters in my journal that I'm like trying to develop, trying to think, okay, so if this is T-Rex mom, then who else do we need? And what can we really learn from these characters? And why do I think that this character is important? I think has been the big question that I've, that sort of has been guiding me as I think about the listener, you know, which is you listening right now. What is it that you need to hear about this character or you know what is it that i needed to hear about this character or why is this character important in the way that i view myself or how i view others in the world so um yeah just sort of thinking like that and i know that when i create it's coming from a place of you know what's inside of me but also i have to keep in mind that i am not just creating for myself really um I like to say that I'm just creating for myself and a lot of times I am like this is fun like if nobody heard the story and nobody cared about it would I still create it yes the answer is always yes but or I should say and there's this piece of it that I know there's going to be some sort of audience out in the world sometime whether it's right now or you know down the road years from now where I completely forget about these stories and so there's something coming through these stories that needs to be said and I don't know how to find that without really kind of reflecting and analyzing what's been happening in the world the last few years what's happened in the world generationally you know how we sort of think about processing emotions all the new science that's come out in the last like 15 years about how we process emotions and the neuroplasticity of our brain and I mean it's just so cool right there's so much to it um 
not to say that like I'm doing this amazing job. I really am having fun and I think it's great. But there's a lot of thought that has gone behind creating these stories and I don't want it to sound like it's just, oh, I'm just writing and things are coming out. Like, yeah, things are coming out because there's been a lot of stuff going into my brain. Um, so I just kind of want to say that first before I go into it. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really fun and exciting and sort of annoying in a way like I can't stop thinking about these characters and what they mean to me personally and what they could mean to you as the listener so thank you again for being here um yeah this weekend was you know this past week was good it was back to work and I'm just I don't know I don't know I don't want to say that I take it for granted but I'm really enjoying this job and I decided to go back next year um I had to reapply because it's like a one-year contract so hopefully everything works out and you know I'm willing to stay there if everything works out so I say that because my oldest is always like we'll you be there for sure and I'm like well I plan on it but you just never know what things will happen and so sort of giving myself that cushion of I can't control everything so I can't say for a definitive yes this is how it's gonna be but I plan on it so yay um yeah, it's just been really nice to be able to have the flexibility to be creative and without the stress of the intensity that comes from being a classroom teacher. And I think that when I said I'll never go back to teaching, I didn't think this was a possibility. I always imagined it would be like a full classroom teacher where I have, you know, the responsibility of parent emails and report cards and parent teacher conferences and the added stress of being like with one group of kids like at the majority of the day and so I just didn't realize that this could be a possibility at some point so yeah just feeling really grateful for that um what else is happening in my life oh we bought a new car uh well like a new used car or whatever um it's crazy if I had thought of this moment like six years ago, I'd be like, oh, wow, there's no way that we'd be able to just be like, hey, let's buy a car. Um, and how much has changed since the moment where I decided that I no longer wanted to continue down that path, which was, uh, it's just a long story, but my husband and I have been together since high school and there's been a lot of growing up to do and there was a separation and that separation really shifted everything I mean it's like we looked at each other and we said okay we are no longer going to lie to ourselves and therefore to each other in many ways and I think that that was a really courageous thing to do and also the scariest thing I've ever done in my life but also knowing that it would somehow be okay just not knowing how that okay would look like and I'm just really happy that, you know, we are here six-ish, I think, six years later, um, something like that, after that separation, and buying a car, I mean, I say all that because six years ago, we were surviving on just my teacher salary, and that was a really shitty way to live, um, I, yeah, it was just really stressful, and, when you're just thinking about surviving and oh my gosh can I pay the bills this month and can I afford to buy groceries this month and oh I really wanted to get this but I you know 
or saying like I'm gonna have to ask for help like those kinds of things it it really makes it hard to live in this sort of creative space that I'm in now and I I also want to say that out loud if you are out there and you're just worrying about surviving like it's gonna be that much harder to try to tap into this surviving I mean into this creative thing instead of the surviving right it's it your mind space is being taken up by how am I going to pay the water bill next month and so being liberated from that because we did the hard thing because we had that hard conversation because we took the steps to get to where we are now like it just feels like I can breathe again you know like and I've been feeling like this for a few years like yeah it feels really good we've both made strides in different ways and we've let go of so much we've accepted who we are in in some areas of that's this is just who I am and that's never going to change we've learned so much about ourselves and each other and so I don't want to minimize the work that's gone into it but it just feels really nice to be able to say hey we probably need to get a new car soon and to be able to do that um it just feels really good to be able to watch my husband all the work that he's done um, with his job and everything and to be able to now start uh, what is it reap the fruit I don't know benefit from reaping I don't know the <laughs> I don't even know what the saying is but um, I'm trying not to laugh too loud so I don't wake up uh, my youngest because they're actually still asleep yay um, okay I'm rambling and I really need to get to the story I, I gotta focus okay so yes all all in all to say that it was a really good weekend, a really good week. We are making decisions that are being guided from some other place that just feel really good. I don't even know what I meant by that, but I don't know. I think I'm just tired too, so it's fine. All right, so last week we left off with T-Rex mom who sort of had her little mini meltdown when she walked into her daughter's room and stepped all over the Legos and stuff. And so her daughter saw her turn into a T-Rex for the first time and was freaked out, obviously. Um, And we ended the story where um, the little girl, Isabel, comes... I don't know if she's a little girl, but this character, Isabel, comes to help T-Rex mom sort of face that, right? Like... um, walk back into the house as a t-rex to see what her family will say or do so here we go t-rex mom part three i stepped inside and i instantly knew that we had made the right decision the kids were sitting in the living room with her dad he had set out a few games and the youngest was busy playing while he sat next to the older kid mom the little one shouted and ran to give t-rex mom a hug this surprised her she tried to keep her balance both physically and emotionally Hi, she said softly. Her husband just looked at her, still in disbelief. Hey, he responded. You could tell he wanted to get closer, but wasn't sure if he could. I'm not really sure what to say right now. T-Rex mom looked at me. I hadn't seen this look in someone in quite some time. I have met many characters through this journey, and they have all taught me something valuable. But when T-Rex mom looked at me, I couldn't help but feel my eyes well up with tears. There was such desperation in the way she stared at me. She was silently shouting for help. Hi, I'm not sure if you remember me, but I met your family back at the bus stop. I interrupted quickly. Oh, hi again, he responded, barely looking at me. I'm not sure if he had even noticed I was there to begin with. 
So you may be wondering what is happening. This is quite a story. I really had no idea what I was doing. I knew that I only needed to hold space for them to be able to talk about what was happening. He needed to hear about this part of her, to see her. The oldest child came up and hid behind her dad's legs. Mommy, what happened to you? Are you always going to be like this? Are you going to hurt us? Will all of us turn into huge dinosaurs? How will you wear your clothes to go to work? She kept going with the gazillion questions. They came out like a, like out of a volcano, just exploding out of her. Oh, honey, T-Rex mom went and hugged her. I don't know the answer to most of those questions, but what I can tell you is that I'm trying to figure it out. She looked down, and I think I'm going to need some help. But mommy, the youngest chimed in, you don't need to change the dinosaur. She is just a part of you, and if she's a part of you, then we love her too. Honestly, how is it that the youngest of children always hold the most wisdom? I looked at the dad. He was wiping tears from his eyes, and for a brief moment, everything stood still while they all held each other. All right, I began when I felt like they were just about done. So what do you want to do now? I guess I just need to tell them what I told you, the whole story from the beginning. She took a deep breath and sat down on the couch. The kids cuddled close to her. I like your squishy belly, the youngest squealed as she pushed on her stomach. Thank you, the mom responded as she squirmed in her seat. She began to tell them how I had found her in the alleyway that day at the bus stop, the way that she had realized that this T-Rex part of her would come out when she was really mad, annoyed, frustrated, pretty much any time she felt any emotion that carried a lot of charge. How when she... How when the oldest was just a few weeks old, she had to put her in the crib and walk away because she had turned into a T-Rex in the middle of the night. It's happened in so many moments of my life, she continued to say. I was holding you as a tiny little baby and you wouldn't stop crying. I felt the intensity behind the frustration and I knew that I would be turning soon. I couldn't bear the thought of how frightened you'd be or how I might possibly hurt you, so I put you in the crib and ran outside to catch my breath. Your dad found you in the crib crying. I have always felt so ashamed with this part of me. There was a silence and then more questions from the kids. They wanted to know everything, like what happened if she had to go to the bathroom when she was a T-Rex. There was laughter at the idea of her needing to poop during this time. As the laughter settled, the more important questions were covered. Will you hurt us? They all wanted to know. Never, she said. Not intentionally, but I'm always scared of the rage I feel, and that's why I run away. How long do you stay like this? The husband was wondering how she had been able to keep this from him after so many years of being together. Although when he reflected, he remembered all the time she would just disappear. He figured that she just liked her space. He thought back on a particular time when they were having a very heated argument. They went back and forth, and when he closed his eyes to take a deep breath, he heard a loud crash and noticed part of the wall was missing by the doorframe. She was nowhere to be found. Now he realized that she had taken off so fast that she took part of the wall with her in order to avoid being seen by him. <laughs> yeah, she started laughing. I'm really sorry about that. The sun began to set and the sky was painted with pinks and purples. This was a beautiful moment to witness. And I'm really sorry for not telling you sooner. Any of you. She tried to put her head in her hands, but her arms were too short. I've always been so afraid of feeling any emotion because I didn't want this T-Rex part of me to come out. I didn't realize how much it has been limiting me. Also, I'm not sure that anyone would believe me if I had told them that w what was happening. The silence felt comforting, like a warm blanket right out of the dryer. I guess now we just try to work with this part of me? She questioned her own thoughts. It honestly had never occurred to her that this was a possibility, that maybe her family would try to understand and give her support and love that she needed. It was an odd realization. She had never felt that before. 
Well, yeah, her husband replied. We could use some help with moving things when you're like this. He started laughing, and pretty soon they all chimed in on how T-Rex mom could be helpful and useful for the family. I said my goodbyes and reassured them that I could come back anytime if they needed me, or if they just needed a babysitter or some help around the house. I enjoyed being with them. They all had this energy that blended so nicely together. T-Rex mom and I stayed in touch for the next couple of days. She would message me whenever she turned into a T-Rex mom and how the family had handled the situation. They were all doing great. The only problem was when they went into society. They were nervous about someone being concerned for the well-being of the children. It would be alarming to see a huge dinosaur with a couple of kids. So they came up with a plan and created these little cards with phone numbers so that the kids could carry just in case that happened. It sounds like things are going well, I said one day as we spoke on the phone. Yes, so much better, she said. Obviously, things are not perfect, and I still struggle with feeling my emotions, but definitely better. I also decided to go to therapy so that I can work on learning how to handle stronger emotions. That's great. I really was thrilled for her. I knew from experience how much that could help. Honestly, sometimes we need someone else to allow us a space to sort, of, to sort out what's in our minds and hearts. As we continued to chat about their lives, I heard a loud thud. And then, I'm so sorry, I gotta go, followed by a beat from the call being ended. I figured she probably saw something upsetting and turned into T-Rex mom again. But when she called me later, I was shocked to find out what had happened. Oh my goodness, she began. You really are not going to believe, believe this. So I heard a big thud and went to find out what it was. I didn't see anything in any of the kids' rooms and found them happily playing. When I went into the garage, I saw my husband wood, um, I saw my husband's wood-cutting tools on the ground. You know how he loves to build all kinds of things. I didn't see him anywhere, so I began calling for him. In here, I heard him say, I found him in the storage room in the garage, and she stopped herself. I was at the edge of my seat. What happened? Was he okay? She had really built up the story. It wasn't him, she said quietly. Well, it was him, but he was a T-Rex. What? I was honestly surprised. I didn't realize that he could also turn into a T-Rex. He was so scared. Apparently, the machine wasn't working properly, and he had had a really bad day at work, and everything was just sort of built up. He said how he tried to blow off the feeling that was coming up for him, but because we've been doing so much work with me, he thought he could try some of the breathing techniques. Before he knew it, he allowed that feeling to pass through him, and his head was touching the top of the garage. He felt confused and embarrassed for allowing himself to turn into a T-Rex, and so he went and hid in the storage room. She sort of sounded like she was thrilled about the whole situation. So what did you do? I asked eagerly. I just hugged him. I sat there with him and just held this huge T-Rex in my arms. I could tell she was smiling. Hmm, sounds like you're happy about this. I couldn't help but smile. I mean, a little? It just felt so comforting to know that he would finally be able to understand what it feels like for me. Not that he wasn't trying to understand before, but now he'll have first-hand experience of that feeling that happens when the anger just bursts out of you. That makes sense. I found it to be a little endearing as well. So what happened next? Okay, this is where it gets good. She took a deep breath and continued his story. So I'm just holding him when I hear a really loud screaming from my oldest. Then the door opened and she came running in. There was an argument with a three-year-old about some toy. I couldn't really catch the whole story because she was talking so fast. Then my youngest came running in. He looked so angry and was holding a broken toy. He starts shouting at my daughter and then she starts yelling back at him. I tried to get a word in, but they were both getting so angry. My daughter started to scream really loudly. She does that when she's really upset. When suddenly her legs popped out, her body grew twice its size, and before we all knew it, we were staring at a little T-Rex. 
My son, who still had his eyes closed and his little arms crossed, also began screaming. They do this thing when they're mad, where they scream really loud and try to out-scream each other. He hadn't seen that his sister had turned into a dinosaur. And then he too began to turn into a tiny little T-Rex. He looked shocked, and then they looked at each other. I really couldn't believe this was happening to her family. It was fascinating. I didn't know what to do. I was trying to figure out what to say when I saw my husband's dinosaur head peek out from the storage room. He also looked shocked. I got closer to my T-Rex children and took a deep breath. Yes, you're mad, I began to say. I can see that you're really angry. It will be okay. It won't last forever. Breathe with me. When they calmed down their initial shock, my husband came out. When they calmed down their initial shock, my husband came out of the storage room. We stood there staring at each other, me and my normal human body with my T-Rex family. I couldn't help it. I just burst out laughing. They didn't find it as amusing. My little one tried crossing his little arms over his chest like when he normally does to let us know that he's really mad. But his arms were so tiny, it made me laugh even harder. Once they calmed down a little more, I explained what usually happens with me. The way my body feels when it's about to turn back and how sometimes it feels weird to be back into my human self. We stood in the garage until slowly, one by one, starting with my husband, they all turned back into humans. That is incredible, I said. How do you feel about this new development? Well, I guess it's nice that we all have this in common now, and it will be much easier to navigate these feelings of frustration and anger when we can physically see that the other person has reached their max. I just worry about when we go out in the world. I mean, imagining my daughter turning into a T-Rex in front of her entire class, what will happen then? How do we go out into society and allow ourselves to truly feel these feelings without feeling like we are doing it wrong? Hmm, that is a good question. This was truly the golden question. Every character I met through this journey had co this come up at one time or another. How do they show up as their true selves in a world that doesn't feel safe to do so? Anyway, she continued her story. I told them to go clean up their spaces and that I would check in with you. We are leaving for a trip tomorrow and I just need to share this with someone. Maybe this will be our new normal. We said our goodbyes and I told her to call me when they got back from the trip. They were traveling to another state to visit her sister and her family. They were all so excited, but the seven-hour drive was not something they were all looking forward to. A week later, I got a call, and she told me all about their adventures and how much fun they had had. Okay, the big question. I was really curious and needed to know. Did you all turn into your T-Rex selves during the trip? Ha ha ha. I could tell she had some good stories. Well, yes, many times. I had to call my sister ahead of time and explain to her what was happening so that she could be prepared. She didn't really say much, so I figured she was just processing. The first time it happened, we were about 20 minutes away from her house. We had curtailed all the arguments and had plenty of snacks for the drive, which had helped tremendously. But with 20 minutes, 20 minutes left to go, we were all reaching our cap for being patient with one another. And we had eaten all of our food, and we were all getting pretty hungry. There was whining and crying and lots of traffic. We were so close and yet so far away. My daughter had finished reading all her books. My husband had gone through his favorite playlist three times. My youngest had thrown his shoes to the back. And I was just trying to keep myself from turning into a T-Rex. I didn't want to show up at my sister's house like that, especially because I didn't want to scare my nephew. But we all lost it when my youngest began screaming. In unison, we all went poof. And we drove the rest of the way in silence. A car full of T-Rexes ready to visit family. Honestly, I think we were all really hungry, and that's what really activated our T-Rex reflex. Oh no, I said with a chuckle. Were you able to change back to your human selves before getting to your sister's house? Nope. I texted her and said, hey, so sorry, but we all did our T-Rex thing. Heads up. 
We got there and walked up to her front door. We knew not to try to force ourselves to calm down. That usually just makes it worse for me. So I explained to just let their bodies do what they need to do and that hopefully we would turn back into a short time. We knocked and when my sister opened the door, we could not believe our eyes. Oh my gosh, that was a really long story. Um, yeah, so essentially the whole point is, you know, T-Rex mom finally fully accepts this part of herself and just admits like, hey, this is what's happening with me. And in doing so, it gives her family the space to do the same. And so the whole idea that when we are able to show all parts of ourselves, and I've talked about the whole internal family systems thing, and we sort of meet these parts of ourselves with compassion and kindness and curiosity and we try to just sort of be there for these parts of ourselves it allows us to be in this pace where we can do that with others and so when our children are throwing tantrums um ever since starting to develop the story um and you know like in real life i just imagine them as a little T-Rex and it makes everything so much easier for my own brain to handle or when I'm having a really hard time and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to have a T-Rex moment. Like It just gives me the language and the visual reminder to fully accept this as part of our humanity, right? Like we all have these negative emotions that come out. We all have this anger and if you've learned how to repress that from a young age, it's really hard to sit in that space. And it's really hard to say, I'm angry right now without trying to make it better right away. And so, yeah, the story is really about, you know, when you finally admit that to yourself, like, this is part of who I am and I really just need to learn how to embrace it. Like, that's only the beginning, right? This is only the beginning. It only starts this sort of ripple effect that I've talked here on the podcast about before of acceptance and when somebody sees you living in your truth it really sort of ignites something in them to be able to do the same thing for themselves and so not that it's our responsibility to do that for others but you know what I mean like it just that sort of just oozes out of you and then other people can also do the same especially your children so if you're a parent or a teacher or you know really being honest with yourself and maybe saying some things out loud that you typically wouldn't um, can do wonders for your children, you know. Uh, I'm tired from uh, reading, but that was that was really cool. So next week, I will we'll finish up the story. Um, I have some very many different directions that I'm going to take this, so I have to just sit down and figure out where it goes. Um, but yeah, I hope that you enjoy T-Rex Mom this week. And as you go through this week, sort of ask yourself those questions. You know, how am I fully embracing every part of me, even the parts that don't feel so great? How is that benefiting the people I love the most or the people in my inner circle? How can that be of service to others? Um, and how can I make these hard and challenging moments sort of more visibly acceptable I don't know something about imagining my three-year-old turning into a little t-rex when he's so angry just makes him feel so cute instead of annoying um and it doesn't work every time honestly like I'm still I, I'm still human clearly like there's still those moments where you know he's throwing a tantrum and I'm about to reach my limit and I'm like oh my gosh this is so hard but this sort of takes the edge off a little bit so 
now just a little um, personal clip in there for you so um, I hope that you have a great week and that you enjoyed the story I am looking forward to finishing it and then next month I will go ahead and start with a new character which I've already started it's you know tumbling in my brain as we speak so yeah it's really cool I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you have a great week and that you remember that if you have a T-Rex inside of you that just sort of comes out randomly that it is okay and that all it needs is to be loved and accepted and seen and heard and that eventually it will dissipate and you will be back to normal and everything will be okay. So have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Adios. for listening to the Plata Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or just share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Bye.